Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And give us a text 0457 736 736. And make sure you're following our brand new Twitter profile at the Captain's Run NRL. And follow at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok. Smithy, the great man, he's here. Campy, how are we, mate? Mate, fantastic. What's What's been happening? Plenty. Oh, mate, rugby league, it just does not stop. It does. It's the <laughs> best game in the world. Oh, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of text today. Plenty of text, plenty of callers. That'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. 0457 736 736. Give us a text in. We're going to be talking about the top eight and the run home. It's really getting to the pointy end of the mm. season. Smithy. What are your thoughts mm. about, I guess, the broad strokes of the top eight? Who stands out for you? Who do you think that's, you know, I, I guess pretenders is too strong of a word, but a team that mm. at the moment needs to make a lot of progress to stay in the eight? And who do you think might be a smoky to get in the eight from outside? Uh, well, look, I, I think clearly from the weekend, I think the Sharkies. Mm. I think they really need to have a sit down and have a look at their their game. Um, struggling big time at the moment, mm. big time, um, and look like they're they're just lacking confidence as well. Sure, like they had an unbelievable comeback, would have been possibly the greatest comeback in the history of the game if they would have come back and beat Manly. But um, they are on a very slippery slope, very slippery slope, and it doesn't get any easier this week. Of course, taking on the Panthers, so I think for mine, if there's one side. Currently in the top eight, they're sitting sixth. If there's one side that really need to get going if they want to be a part of the finals, it's the Sharkies. Mm. Um, South Sydney, you probably say the same thing as well. Um, the Rabbits, they've, they've now dropped out of the eight. They're sitting ninth on, on points differential, but also they you know they need to get going too. I think the return of Latrell Mitchell will, will certainly help that. But um, as far as one team, well, yes. It's the same old story. Can't go past Penrith. Mate. There's one team that you think you know, is going to win it again. Um, at this point in time, I've got to say the Panthers. Mate, you've been a part of some really dominant teams. I think your 2017 team was unbelievable. Um, yeah. You know, and you've just been a part of a system that had was dominant for long periods of time. What do you reckon is the chat in the Penrith Panthers? What similarities do you see? What differences do you see in the Penrith Panthers? Oh, I, I probably touch on the similarities is is you know the the next man up philosophy or, or mentality is that you know no matter what players are playing on the weekend it's it's not so much about who's not there it's about who is there Kempi mm. um, and making sure that those players that are that are pulling on the jersey on the weekend that they go out there and they fulfill their role the be- very best they can there's expectations and there's standards that you know these good teams set and no matter you know how many games you've played, what your experience is is in in top flight rugby league. There's an expectation of you to go out and and play your very best. Now, your level isn't going to be the same as say a guy that's been there for you know several seasons. If mm. you're a rookie coming in to fill that void, um, you know let's just say like a cogger coming in to replace Nathan Cleary. Um, yeah, that's completely understandable. But what what is expected of you is to go out there and play your very best. There's a standard for you as there is other players in, in the team. There's no, there's no, there's never ever any thinking that, well, oh, well, geez, we're missing, we're missing a few of our, our elite players, um, you know, our more experienced players. You know, we probably, we probably won't play as well as what we usually do. That, that's just never the case. Mm. It's never, ever the attitude 
of that footy side. So that's probably the similarities. I, I when I look at this current Penrith side compared to you know those those Melbourne Storm teams I was involved in, that's probably the similarities that we have there as far as our mentality and our approach to our games. Um, but they are just super impressive, super impressive. And I'll tell you, the other thing that, that sets them apart from all the other teams at the moment is I think their fitness levels. I don't know what type of training they're doing there at the moment, but they look super, super fit, mm. which allows them to play the way they do. Yeah. I mean, I always say fitness is one of the most underrated parts of rugby league. Mm. I think it's like I always say about Billy Slater, I think his best weapon was his ability to make repeat speed efforts yep. for 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible, mate. Incredible. And you look at you look at the way they move across the field and their ability to make, you know, multiple tackles on their try line. They actually defend for multiple sets and then and not concede any points. And then just roll the sleeves up, get through their set, and then they kick the ball and then they make a tackle. They make a tackle on the opposition back three after making, you know, two or three consecutive defensive you know, sets in a row on their own try line. Mm. They go down the other end. And they force you deep in your own end, and they make a tackle inside the opposition twenty like that. You know that that takes a lot of, well, physical toughness, but mental toughness as well. Mm. They're just at a they're just at a different level to all the other teams at the moment. And they found that real sweet spot between working really hard and the results are making it fun. You yeah. know, there's nothing worse than you see some sides, and I think the Rabbitohs suffered from this after their 2014, I think, uh, grand final win where they were working extremely hard, some would say too hard, and they weren't getting results, and it can almost spiral out of control. Whereas the Penrith Panthers have just found this Goldilocks zone of working really hard as a team, but also looking like they're enjoying every second of being on the field. Yeah. Yeah, they're just – they are in a zone. You like, you hit the nail on the head, mate. They they are in a zone right now where they, they, they're just going out on the field, and there's there's not even a thought of, of losing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just we're going on the field and we're we're gonna win this. Yeah. And we'll win it whatever way we need to win it. Like we'll win by forty, we'll win by two. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter to them. That like that's that's what they look like. Now, you know, we don't know what's what's happening internally or you know, the discussions they're having, but that's what it looks like. It's just they're prepared for any situation, um, and they go out there and they execute their game plan beautifully. And, you know, sometimes like we think back a few weeks ago, right? They take on Melbourne and Melbourne don't have a great start. Melbourne kick away maybe 14 points. Yeah, 14 nil. 14 nil after 20. And then after that, they just piled on, what was it, 34 points to Melbourne's two. Mm. So everyone's probably sitting back after 20 minutes in that game thinking, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, we've, we've Someone's finally found a way to, to knock Penrith off. But no, nah, it wasn't to be. They just, they, they keep calm. They get they get back into their game plan and they execute it. Now, be gentle, Smithy. Be gentle. <laughs> the Brizzy Broncos. Do I buy a grand t- final ticket or not? <laughs> well, why not? Why not? They're sitting second, mate. Yeah, and, and some of their footy has been pretty impressive, to be honest. And and I think they, I think they may have learnt a, a fair bit from last year. Um, and the way the back end of that season went, but you know, let's let's just sit back and 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 watch what unfolds over the next month. I, I yeah, they're in no danger of missing the top eight. They're going to be playing finals this year. Mm. Um, let's let's just get that out the way. Big one from this weekend though, Kempi. Massive. And we'll touch on it a little bit later with with our um, previews. But big one this weekend against the Chooks, who you know found a little bit of form. 
Um, and then they've got then they got another team that's probably possibly playing some of the most entertaining football in the competition at the moment, the Cowboys, the week later. So pretty solid run into the finals. But I think that will set them up perfectly. Like if they can continue their form and even you know continue to build towards the finals, playing against some of these um, stronger sides leading into the finals might put them in a really good position. So I don't know. Can you can you put grand final tickets on Layboy? <laughs> can you put them on Layboy? You know what? They'd probably make a lot of money if they put them on Layboy and a lot of people would be buying them very early in the season yeah, and have to cancel right. Um, yeah. yeah, look, the Brisbane Broncos, the thing that excites me the most, now look, they're nowhere near the team that Penrith Panthers is in regards to consistency, in regards to, you know, having everything figured out the way Penrith do. But what excites me the most is when games get tough in that 60 to 70th minute, Broncos go to another gear. And that's what yep. you need in finals footy. You need to be able to go, okay, this is a back and forth. It's a close game. We need to step it up a notch. And I think Paddy Carrigan is just so good for the Broncos to let the yep. boys know this pace is not good enough. Let's take it to them and see if they can go with us. And they've they've actually won quite a few games it, that are supposed to be really tight by, you know, 12 to 16 points mm. or to 18 points because they're so good at stepping up another gear. Now, what might be their Achilles heel is they can't rely on that too much because eventually you run into a Panthers that go, no, we do this for 80 minutes. We don't do this for 20 minutes. We do it for 80 yeah. minutes. Uh, what about the... Um, Let's go further down. We've got the Sharkies. Oh, sorry, we've got the uh, Cowboys. But I want to talk about the Warriors. What do you reckon of the Warriors? Mm. Loving what the Warriors are doing. Mm. And I was asked Monday, I was on um, Vossi and Brandy's show, and I was asked whether they're premiership contenders. I've got them as, well, sorry, not contenders, if they could win the premiership. I've got them as a maybe at the moment. Mm. So it was a yes, no, maybe answer. I've got them as maybe. I'm loving what they're doing, loving everything that they're doing. Um, and I did mention on that show too, I think the the moment I sort of went, yeah, I'm on I'm on board with what the Warriors team are doing at the moment was when I watched them um, against the Melbourne Storm Anzac Day mm. down in Melbourne. I've seen them live. They, they, they look so slick and silky uh, with the football. Like their attack has, has changed so much. And that's... A lot of that is is off the back of what uh, I think um, you know Torhu Harris and particularly Adam Fanua Blake is doing mm. in the middle. Yeah, like he's having a ripper of a season. Unbelievable. Um, and then couple that with uh, yeah the confidence that Sean Johnson is playing with as well, and, and numerous other players. Like you know, but I'm just naming a few. Like that that's that's where their attack has just gone to another gear this year. And on and also there's a resilience in their football now with with the way that they defend and, and also they hang in there in, in tough periods of, of the game and not just tough periods. We've seen on numerous occasions, they've come from behind mm. on the scoreboard in matches where in the past years that, you know, you look at a Warriors side, they're down by, you know, 10 or 12 points. You think, well, that's it. They're not coming back, but now they're just, they're never out of the game. So really impressed with what they're doing at the moment. Like, can they win it? Not sure. I'm not sure whether they're, you know, the, the point you made about the Broncos, can, do they have a consistent 80-minute game that will stack up against, say, a Penrith? Mm. They certainly have really good periods yeah. that, that can test, you know, a, a Penrith out or a Broncos out, but it's whether they can they can put together an 80-minute game of football that will, that will stand up in a pressure cooker situation like a grand final. Mm-hmm. What are your oh, thoughts? Mate, it, it's yeah. enormous. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but mate, it's it's enormous what they're doing at the moment. If they finish top four, mm. 
incredible, incredible, and so good for rugby league in New Zealand and for the fans. I'm really happy for the for the whole organisation. Yeah, well, uh, right now, when you look at their run home, it's almost disappointing if they don't finish top four. It's honestly, they've got a run home mm. where they play. Everyone is below them. They've got to yeah. buy this week. Um, now, Andrew Webster, is he the coach of the year so far for you? Give it to him now. Yeah, wow. Start writing his name on the, on the trophy. Yeah, I agree. Yep. It, so impressive, mate. Like, so impressive. And I know they, like, they've, they've been up against it the last couple of years, you know, playing, living away from home and, you know, um, you know, spending most of their being based away from their family and friends. We've said it numerous times. But, you know, back home, happy, settled, confident. Um, but there's no doubt Andrew Webster's had a huge effect on, on positive effect on this footy side. I think his biggest challenge going forward is making sure he uses this kind of magic in the air and to his benefit, you know, recruits yep. right. You know, there's buzz at the club. It's going to be far more uh, interesting for players all, you know, whether from New Zealand or whether from Australia to yep. be uh, in New Zealand, but also use that buzz to steal all the juniors that are going to union in, in uh, New Zealand. Now, obviously I know you, you're up against an absolute behemoth. I'm not, not suggesting that's an easy task. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, this country's juniors, are, look at the New Zealand side. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about if they could just jack one or two guys that were thinking about All Blacks, but then they come to league, that sets them up for the future just absolutely so, like, superbly, superbly. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's incredible. It's incredible what they're doing over there. So well done to the Warriors. What about, what about teams sitting outside the eight at the moment, Kempi? You got any of those... I move up. I got a team that may fall out of the whole comp entirely. <clears throat> the Roosters aren't looking good. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen in the future with them. Oh, <laughs> this is just a, this is just a weekly joke now, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> Tommy, oh. we won't have a producer soon. Oh, sorry, Tommy. He's about to walk out. Oh, oh sorry, Tommy. I apologise, mate. Now I'm um, outside the eight. Uh, so we've got the Rabbitohs sitting outside the eight. Look, I, I think that the Rabbitohs, they're just waiting for Latrell to get back. And that's yep. not like, you know, is that a good or bad thing? You could say, yeah, sure, like it's not the best thing. But when they made the grand final, they got beaten by 50 points by you guys, um, by uh, the Penrith Panthers. I just think this is who the Rabbitohs are. They go on runs. It's their identity. And I think that I'd be surprised if they don't find themselves in the finals footy spectrum. Yeah. Well, he's named this week, so... Um, it looked a lot like last week that they 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 were in that mindset that you just mentioned. They were just waiting for Latrell to be back. Now he was named to play against the Broncos last week, and it was a late withdrawal. So, mm. and it just looked like yeah. Well, it looked like watching Ilias and Walker play. It was like they were like, oh, mm. Latrell's not here. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I don't think I don't think Cody Walker plays his best best football when he's given more responsibility. Mm. I think he, I think he likes having less responsibility and, and a little bit more freedom just to roam around the footy field and you know have a have a bit of a look look and feel of of what's going on in the game and just when he wants the ball then he gets it yeah rather rather than sort of having to you know sort of direct play and nominate and kick and like Lachlan Elias didn't kick the football the other week yeah wow. he didn't have a single kick of the football wow. now he, he might be managing some sort of leg injury that we don't know about and and that that's fine but. Yeah, you know, it was pretty. Um, it's pretty strange of 
you know, your, your seven and Lachlan Ilias, who does a lot of the kicking, not kicked last week. So that was another responsibility that Cody Walker took on. And he just, he didn't have a great game mm. at all. You know, compared to what he, he's capable of, you know, have a look at his Origin 3 performance. We're all yeah. very much aware of that. Mm. You know, he, he was he was well below his best on, on the weekend against the Broncos. So I think with Latrell back, you'll see a much more confident um, and relaxed Cody Walker. And when he is relaxed, particularly, um, you know, on that left-hand side, he just, he's very hard to stop. Yeah, I think the Rabbitohs, they're just going to be a totally different side with the trail in it. I genuinely believe that they almost, to a degree, reflect their superstar, Latrell. You know, when he needs to turn it on, he turns it yeah. on. And I think the Rabbitohs are that kind of side where they go, you know what, we'll turn it on when we need to. And I think this week we're going to see a totally different side. The only thing is, I hope Latrell is all good because mm. this has been a long break for well, a calf. It's been May, Kempi. Massive for a calf tear. He hasn't he hasn't played since May. Like, yeah. it's a long, long time. And I know, like, the, the calf injuries, you know, they can be pretty... Uh, temperamental at, at times, you know, they sort of pop up, they flare up and then they go away. But I don't know. It's yeah. Let's, let's hope he's back and, and he can play out the rest of the season. What about, what about Newey? Well, are they a chance? We'll get to, we'll get to Newey. We're going to head to a oh, break. Okay. After okay. the break, we're going to share our game seal a moment. We'll talk about Newcastle and other teams that are just outside the eight that may make their way in.